Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown. Psalm 37 verses 3 through 6 lays out a beautiful picture of how God wants us to walk in Him. We'll step inside this passage in today's episode. Let's get started. So maybe we can just start by reading Psalm 37, 3 through 6, which is what I will do right now. Sounds good. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. You know, it's really important for each one of us to remember in our walk with Christ how much he loves us how much he has given us his word and he's given us his desire for us and each one of us. And when he says trust, we've, we've done a episode on trust and hope and it was really some really cool insight. The word trust means to come in under the, the covering of the Lord is there and we are to rest in him, to trust in him, to be there in him, to keep our eyes completely upon him and where he is our source, he is our our love, our life, he's everything to us. So trust in the Lord and do good. Do good. Yes, do good. Well, you know, in our life, in our walk with Christ, everything that we do, because we walk in the Spirit of the Lord, everything that we do has to be done through the eyes of him doing it through us. We have to surrender our lives so that when we are doing things, it's not out of our own desire to get our own way. It's our desire to for him to get his way through our life and so that the people around us are being touched by his presence. So to do good really is to be surrendered to him, to consciously allow his presence to flow through us to bring goodness to those people around us so that our attitude and everything that we project from us is him projecting it through us, his Holy Spirit moving through us, and the love and the joy and the peace and the kindness and the goodness and all of the fruit of the Spirit begin to move mightily in the world around us. And you know, speaking of the fruit of the Spirit, so much of our life could be well lived if we were able to genuinely exhibit the fruit of the Spirit all the time. It's true. And that happens from being surrendered to Christ. Mm -hmm. And just like he's saying there, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. I love the word in. It's always, it's one of my favorite words. Seems like it's one of the words that are so easily overlooked because it's in the Lord. You know, it's being in God, in the Lord Jesus, uh, in his Holy Spirit. So trust in the Lord and do good. So it's it's kind of like kind of self-explanatory, right? Well, in the next line, dwell in the land. Yes, exactly. And feed on his faithfulness. So if you're trusting in the Lord and you're in him like we're talking about, so then as you go through life, you're dwelling in the land mm-hmm. and you're you're living life through him, living through you. But see, you're not carrying the weight of it. You're feeding on his 
faithfulness. Mm-hmm. When you have a life that is set apart and you just look to him to be your source, I don't care how intense your job is or how intense your world is or what's going on around you. If you trust, if you give your heart to Christ in those moments and you let him be Lord of them, pray when you're in a tight spot. Lift up praise, Lord, you give me wisdom in this moment. And you know what? He will. And it's just um, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. That, that's kind of a action that has, it's an action word. you're going to feed on his faithfulness. So it's something that you begin, you're experiencing moment by moment by moment by moment. You're starting to see and feed upon his faithfulness. You see God move and that becomes like food to you in a sense that you're able to feast upon. It's actually, when you eat something that is really good, What's the experience? You know, you're going like, whoa, this is good. You eat some good ice cream or something, you're going, whoa, that is good. You know, so it's like when you feed upon his faithfulness, the joy of the Lord is just there with you because you know as you eat, every moment you begin to experience his presence, his faithfulness in that moment, and it's really something. So I looked up the word dwell, and it's to reside or permanently stay, abide, So we're having to, well, temporarily abide here Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. earth. Yes. Um, But while we're living here, what this is saying is dwell here, but live for him. Exactly what it's saying. Yes. And feed on his faithfulness because he is faithful. And so then it says, delight yourself also in the Lord. So that word delight is really a a very innocent word. It's a word of great joy and pleasure. It's a place of great celebration in in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Love him. Let him know how much you love him. Let him know how much you appreciate what he has done for you, because that then causes, the Lord says, he inhabits the praises of his people. When you lift up praise and thanksgiving to the Lord for what he has accomplished, what he accomplished, what Jesus accomplished on the cross, his laying down his life for us, when you begin to celebrate how he conquered our flesh so that we don't have to be enslaved and in bondage to the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. So he set us free so that we can live a life that is in him, where his Holy Spirit's around us and his love, and we begin to, we're able to feast upon his faithfulness. And then the next line, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Don't you think that sometimes um, maybe people have understood this incorrectly. Like, oh, the Lord's going to give me what I desire. Right. Instead of he will give us our desires. He will give us his desires in our hearts. I think that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Because if you do, if you go through the process, you trust in the Lord Mm -hmm. and you dwell in the land and you feed on his faithfulness and you delight Delight yourself also in the Lord, then... Because obviously your life is in the Lord, 
He will give you the desires. He will put inside of you the desires of your heart. He, his desires his, will become our desires. They will become our desires. And you know, that's the place that God wants us to be. There's, you know, it's not like the name it and claim it kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. No, this is the mentality that that my mind, I, I'm transformed into the renewing of my mind that his glory might shine through me so that his truth can come out of me, so that his wisdom can manifest it, so that his desire, he has a great heart for the lost. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus gave himself for us. And so we have, our desire is to Allow that beauty, that love that he laid down his life for us so that we could live, that beauty that he gave. We want to be thankful to him. We want to be surrendered to him and allow his presence to to manifest itself in us. Which verse 5, commit your way to the Lord. It starts out with commit your way to the Lord. Yes. Is, is just what you were just talking about. That's right, it is. And that's an action word. We have to determine that we're going to commit our way to him. It is true. You know, it's so easy, isn't it, to to forget Mm -hmm. and to get caught up in the world that's going on around us. It's easy to get caught up in the life that's going on around us. Uh, Some people have families that are just really busy. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. And nothing wrong with that if we're keeping our perspective correct. It's true. Well, there's a war against our perspective being correct. Well, and there's the, that's a whole other topic of busyness of life getting in the way of our being able to truly, you know, slow down and commit our way to him. But it's an important topic, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes some people are so consumed in their world that they have a really hard time. And we have to always, in the very beginning of the day, commit your day to the Lord, commit your work to the Lord, commit all that you do to the Lord, so that when you're in those stress moments in life, then you are surrendered to Him, you're, rec- you're consciously aware that, okay, when these times come, the word of the Lord is in me, and I am going to react in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is dwelling in the land and feeding on his faithfulness, because my reaction needs to be filtered through his presence, through his eyes, his wisdom, so that I'm not saying something that's incorrect in the moment, because I could hurt feelings and I could, I could derail his will. And that takes practice. It does. It takes time. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's going to happen overnight because we are human and we are fallen and we, we, we have to recognize our failures so that we can be humble. We have to be able to be humble enough to admit that we can be wrong in some areas. It's really important to be humble. Super important. Yes, it is. It says in Hebrews chapter 5, it says, Solid food belongs to those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I love the word exercised because it means that we need to exercise. We need to practice. We need to be vigilant in our intent. And that is to learn to grow up into being Christ-like in all areas of our life. This is something that we have to work at. 
we exercise our discernment of good and evil so that we're able to uh, release God's truth. If our desire is always to magnify the Lord and to cause trust in the Lord and to do good and to dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness by allowing his presence to be manifested in and through my life. If that's my desire, then I need to work at that. And I work at that by exercise. I, I recognize when, okay, I fall short. Well, then I correct. I get back before the Lord and I say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry that my reaction was not exactly right. And you continue to live a life that is set apart and trusting in him because as you do that, you're giving him praise and you're giving him glory for, and you're recognizing that he is the wisdom of life. He is the truth of life. He is the source of life. So after commit your way to the Lord, it goes on to say, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Mm -hmm. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Exactly right. So that's the cool thing, right? Because I love how it reiterates once again, trust Trust. also in him. Commit your way to the Lord. And that's kind of what we're talking about. This is a process of exercising because it's our desire that each one of us grows up into maturity, that we begin to recognize that Jesus must be at the forefront of our life so that his will can be done through us. Too often we just come to church and we leave and we don't apply Christ throughout every day of the week and every moment of the day. And the enemy is kind of having a heyday right now. It's our hope that the anointing of God will go and you will realize that you are called to be an ambassador of the Most High God. He did something and he revealed himself to you and he's calling you to rise up and to surrender to him in every moment of every day so that he can cause, what does it say in verse 5? And he shall bring it to pass. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. What? His will. He shall bring it to pass, and he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light. All of a sudden, each one of us, as we surrender to him and we recognize that he's called you to be his ambassador and to be his light that shines in the earth, if you surrender your life to him, he will cause it to come to pass. He will cause his will to be done through you. Your world around you will shine the light of Christ and you, your righteousness, your fulfillment as a human being will be fulfilled because you have the light of Christ, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of you, the creator of me and Diane. He created us and his light will shine through through us, and that will be your righteousness. It will be you that has surrendered to Christ, you that has allowed that process to happen. So he will cause your righteousness to shine as the light and your justice as the noonday. That means it's right at the center of the day, and all people will see that are in your world, they will see the glory of God through you. Well, that's when the sun's shining the brightest, is right at the noonday. Exactly. And there's the beauty of Christ in each one of our lives. So please uh, surrender, give your heart to Christ in everything you do, and let the light of Christ shine in a beautiful way in your world. And you will find that people around you will be touched, not only in this generation, but in the generations ahead, because your children, the people around you, will be touched by his light. You know, there's a, a little saying that says, You can count the seeds in an apple, but you can't count the apples in a seed. Which means, 
you can count there might be 10 seeds inside of an apple, but each one of those seeds could go into the ground and produce an orchard. You can never tell what God's going to do through you. He's going to cause a seed that you sow in the hearts and the lives of the people around you to blossom, and it's going to bear more seed, and it could end up into mighty orchards for His glory. Let's let the light of Jesus shine through each one of us. Thank you so much for being with us. We just want you to know how much we love you, and we care about you, and we just hope that you have a great day. And we will see you on the next episode. 